Welcome to the Weekend Warriors Fishing Podcast, presented by 13 Fishing Canada. Make your own luck. We're here to scratch that angling itch and talk everything fishing. Join us as we sit down with special guests from across the industry. Now, here's your hosts, Brandon Cater and Logan Lewis. What is going on, folks? Welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Fishing Podcast. It's been a hot minute since myself and Logan have sat down, recorded an episode, and uh, just talked fishing. So we're happy to be back at it. Thank you for joining us, Logan. How the heck are you, my I'm guy? I'm pretty good. It's uh, although we haven't been busy as much with the pod that ever the parts that everyone sees. Uh, we've been busy behind the scenes and busy with. I've been busy with hunting season and actually getting out fishing a little bit in the fall too what have what have you been up to yeah no i've I've seen you're doing a little bit of hunting there but uh yeah no i got married in september Uh, i think our last episode was two weeks before my wedding so did that i'm a married man now um lots of other things going on behind the scenes started a real estate company doing doing the whole real estate agent gig now um helping people buy and sell real estate in and around regina and yeah, just we've been busy with website yeah. stuff and a lot of a lot of big things coming. So if you're listening to this episode on the day that this dropped, uh, I believe the it 14th. would be October 14th. Go go check out our website. It's dropping tomorrow, October 15th, 2022. So go check that out. We've been working hard building a website, getting some content, getting some some products available and uh, we're super excited to, to bring that to you guys the listeners and the followers and and the weekend warriors so with the website we're gonna have a bunch of new stuff on there we've got i don't know how many new merch designs coming as far as t-shirts hoodies uh you can shop a lot of 13 stuff on there we do have a couple of our uh new coolers some nice coolers on there some custom coolers um what else going to be on there blog posts we got blog posts, stuff like that. Like, what what else do we got? Yeah, we've had we've had a lot of people ask about uh, you know apparel, decals. Um, so all you're gonna find all of that on there, as well as you know the podcast will live there. Uh, we're gonna have a blog on there. It's gonna be original content from us. It's gonna be you know content from past guests, future guests. Um, blog articles about you know tips, tricks, even videos um, from our special guests. So definitely um, go sign up. Make sure that you're on that uh, exclusive list for a discount and to be entered into some exclusive giveaways and uh, definitely check it out as soon as that website launches. Yeah, we. Uh, I guess one good thing, if you are listening to this the day it came out, uh, it's a good chance to go sign up for the launch of the website. Yeah. Um, that'll get you something a little special for being some of the first ones to sign up. And then also there's going to be a giveaway, um, a big giveaway attached with the with the launch of the website. So um, by signing up for the website, you'll be entered into that automatically. So definitely something you'll want to want to check out because I think it's a pretty sweet giveaway we got planned. Uh, but yeah, I mean, since our last podcast, there's been lots, lots going on in the fishing world, uh, locally, yep. uh, internationally. So <laughs> out east, <laughs> out east. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, if you if you haven't been following, you know, the local walleye trail. Um, back in September, that was the last mountain uh, fall walleye classic, another staple tournament here in Saskatchewan on a body of water that's just so well known for for big fish. And um, yeah, just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Doug Kramer, a previous guest and friend of ours that uh, he hosts that tournament. He did a great job again this year from what we heard. My wedding was on that weekend, so yeah. uh, unfortunate for us, but um, yeah, it was uh, one for the books. I think first place, Johnson & Johnson, boat number 34, had a two-day total bag of 53.47 pounds. So that's that's a pretty good haul um, for a two, two-day weigh-in. So congratulations yeah, to sick. those guys and uh, everybody else that placed and took home some money. I know big fish of that tournament was 13.39. So that's that's no slouch of a fish. So um, I think that went to Hobbs and Schmidt, boat number forty three. So congratulations to those guys on uh, recording the big fish of the tournament. That's that's uh, that's a doozy. So um, yeah, of course, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about what's going on out east or what happened out east. 
um, in the in the in the Lake Erie. I, I don't know exactly what the tournament was called, Lake Erie Walleye Cup or whatnot. But uh, what what's your take on that, Logan? I know we we touch on it in our interview here with Jim, but uh, what are your thoughts yeah. on that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Obviously, it it blew up. Um, it would be kind of sweet to get someone on that uh, was there and kind of had like a first-hand encounter of it but yeah um i just think it's crazy um i i don't know if if anyone else has this i wouldn't call it a problem on facebook it's kind of funny but in my facebook profile picture i'm holding a fish and it seems like anyone who who is also holding a fish in their profile picture they just all add each other so i get a lot of people that i don't even know adding me on facebook and you can just tell they fish and so i saw the news about that happening like when i was going to bed like the night it happened, the day it happened. And then when I woke up the next day on Facebook, I literally probably scrolled for two minutes and it was just articles and videos being shared on Facebook from all those random people that fish that I have on Facebook. It was, it was crazy. And then you see how it gets into the mainstream media. Um, and it's just, you see it all over Facebook, Instagram, the news, YouTube, TikTok. Like it's crazy how much people are kind of, I don't want to say embracing it. I don't think that's the right word for it, but like it's kind of become a meme almost. Like there's so, so many things about uh, like TikTok memes with someone holding a small fish saying it's like 10 pounds, even though it's not even a pound and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't know. It definitely blew up. It's uh, and on a serious note, it's obviously unfortunate that fishing comes into the limelight with that negative news, I guess, in a sense, right? Because yeah. obviously it does happen, but that's not, what represents the majority of people. So, um, I mean, at least if they've been doing this for a while, which it sounds like that might be the case, at least they finally got caught solid evidence kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was crazy. And I mean, I still seeing stuff about it and I don't know how long ago that happened now. So, uh, I don't know. What do you think about it? Yeah. I just, I remember when I first saw the video, I was like, why are they cutting? Like, I just saw the video. I didn't read the, you know, the details on what the video was. And I, they're just cutting open fish. I'm like, what? What's going on here? And then, you know, you, you get the details and you get the concept of what's going on. And I think it was an article I read. There was a total of like eight pounds of lead and um, some cut up fish fillets in there as well. Yeah. So, you know, between eight and eight plus pounds of, of weight they stuffed into these fish. Um, yeah. And... Like, they only needed 17 pounds to win, I think it was. So it was like, it seemed like they had a pretty decent bag. They probably still would have won regardless yeah. without cheating. I mean, it's hard to say. But, I mean, if they had eight, let's say 10 pounds of, of weight stuffed in their fish, I think their bag was like 34 pounds. So it was like no. basically double what yeah. everyone else's bags were for the day. Um, you know, they probably still, they still would have probably won. Yeah, I think also, uh, I think the biggest thing, like, the telltale sign was, I think I read, mind you, all this is through, like, I apparently have some friends on Facebook who are from that area or, or fishing it, and so they were basically saying, I think, like, their 28, 29-inch fish were yeah. outweighing 30-plus-inch fish by, like, a good margin, and it's like, yeah, you can get a fat fish, but to be outweighing all those like that is just, that's kind of a dead giveaway, so I guess, obviously, if you're going to keep doing it time and time again, you're eventually going to get caught, you're going to get greedy, or or whatever so yeah that yeah. was uh and who that knows, was just crazy who knows how long that's uh, been going on you know right they they won three hundred thousand plus dollars the year before so um yeah hey you know most likely had been going on for a long time so yeah at least and you know they, it, they get they got caught and if you're cheating you're eventually you are going to get caught it's there's yeah. just no 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 going around it no exactly and that's the the thing who knows if it was a catch and release tournament um who knows if they would have got caught, right? Well, like, that's not, that's the that's the interesting perspective, yeah. right? Because like they, yeah. they they weighed in five dead fish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think that well, I think it was a catch and keep tournament because if I'm not mistaken, I could be totally blowing wind here, but um, lots of those walleye they're fishing for it with how deep they're fishing for them. Yeah, it's, they're, they're I'm fishing pretty like sure it's a catch feet. and kill tournament. Which was, yeah. yeah, which was the unfortunate part when that video went live because it would be lots of, or not live, but went kind of viral. It's um, lots of people's first experience seeing a fishing tournament, right? 
there's a lot of new people seeing these, like they didn't even realize that fishing tournaments had that big of prize pools. They didn't know anything about fishing tournaments. So the first one they see is, oh, these fishing tournaments kill all these fish when that's really not the case for lots of tournaments. So um, that was kind of unfortunate, but again, at least uh, at least they got caught um, and it'll be interesting to see kind of what comes out of it legally. I think I, I saw the other day that they got a boat and trailer seized or something like that. So um we'll have to have to see what comes down the line for them yeah like but like you just mentioned you know for the people that don't follow the fishing scene i think i had i counted i had 17 people send me links to videos to do with that oh yeah to do with that Uh, like from people that have never wet a line or you know follow tournaments or anything like that just know like hey you know Brandon likes to fish. He's got his podcast. Like he'd probably be interested in this. I'm like, don't worry, man. Like I've seen this like three days ago. It's, it's all over. It's, it's blowing up. It's crazy. Yeah. You're Um, the type of person to send me this. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's getting the attention of, of everybody, not just the people that actually fish. So, um, but you know, putting that in the rear view mirror that happened. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, we touch on it in the interview here, but you can also Google it. I'm sure you'll find a million articles and videos. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, let's jump into, uh, our sponsors quickly. I mean, they've been, they've been hanging on with us for, for quite some time. You know, it's been a great, great year, you know, working with them. They've been awesome to us and all of our listeners providing all of you guys with exclusive opportunities, um, for discounts and whatnot. So, I mean, first mm-hmm. and foremost, uh, 13 fish in Canada. I know we, we, we mentioned them in the intro and we mentioned them in the outro, but they they are the bread and butter for uh, the Weekend Warriors Fishing Podcast. Um, they are great to us and uh, great to you guys. So head on down to the show notes below. Use our code Weekend Warriors. Go go grab some ice fishing gear. I know it's not snowing yet. Actually, you just said before we started recording it's snowing somewhere. Is that in? Yeah, I think Manitoba. Well, I saw Keevan, yeah, Keevan from uh, Huntfish Manitoba. There, he had a video of a deer. Um, in an alfalfa field i believe eating with snow falling and then i saw uh one more story i think in the midwest somewhere it looked like it was snowing so uh yeah it's it's coming it's it's inevitable winter is coming go grab yourself some uh, ice fishing rods and reels and uh, lures and, and make sure you're ready to go when when the storm and uh winter hits yeah and that's 15 percent off the entire website correct Entire website, yeah, not just 13 yeah. Fishing. All, you know, Rapella, Strike Master. If you need a new float float suit, go check on the Strike Master suits. Yeah, exactly. And I picked up myself coming soon one of the new Pro V Lite augers as well. Oh, um, baby. Yeah, so that should be pretty pretty slick. I know you have one, right? Yeah, I do, and I love it. Yeah. It's uh, it's like a feather. It's You hardly yeah. even know you're carrying anything. Yeah, and that's beauty for those augers because when you're popping holes all over the place, that weight can get annoying. So definitely something worth checking out. But I guess next up, we've got the uh, Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation. Um, They've been huge for us as well. Uh, It's been great working with them. Uh, We've got, I mean, what is it? I don't know how many magazines I've gotten now uh, with having that membership and always great articles in there, whether it's hunting, fishing, whatever um and then the nice thing is i don't know how many pages it is but they've got a like a middle section dedicated to just saskatchewan in that uh in that magazine so that's one of the one of the perks uh there's access to to land which especially with the new rules and stuff as far as land uh trespassing and stuff goes um that's a huge thing to have and then they've got insurance i also just got the insurance card in the mail so uh, they got a lot of great benefits and it's just nice to be to be part of that community and it's it's heap cheap to join it's like 20 to 25 bucks maybe 30 dollars for the whole year like it's it's pretty awesome oh absolutely and and we're going to be having on uh, a special guest from the saskatchewan wildlife federation in the future here so definitely stay tuned for that episode uh blackfish gear amazing products i don't know if there's much else to say i mean i love love their soft shell i think my father-in-law here he's actually going to order like a bunch of soft shells for his coworkers for work. He landscapes and the soft shell stuff is awesome for, um, 
just keeping warm in the elements and uh, mm-hmm. it's water resistant it's not waterproof but it's water resistant so it's it's just great for you know if you're if you're outside all the time whether you're fishing or working uh it's just great stuff they got rain gear uh all kinds of stuff so go go check them out they upped their discount so go down in the show notes use that discount code i think you're going to be pleasantly surprised when you go to check out at what the cost of the products are yeah yeah and i think just to clarify when you're talking about just the soft shell geez just the soft shell that's water resistant but they do have uh full rain gear right yeah as well like that's what that's what i'm rocking with mine um definitely it's gonna be a huge thing in the fall usually i'm layering up with that too so i've got the soft shell uh pullover and stuff like that so they they've got great stuff i'll be using that on the boat this fall as things start to get colder i think last year i was out on last mountain when it was snowing uh in the boat still i don't know why but i mean i was wearing that stuff and i was warm so definitely can't go wrong there yeah no 100 percent. yeah and then i guess uh do we want to talk about the vanity a little bit before we get into this just some of the results and, and stuff um we do touch on it with Jim. I mean, uh, quickly here, I mean, uh, first overall was uh, Troy Robinson and Terry Magel, and their two-day total bag was 34.76 pounds, and that was for $100,000. And um, yeah. I guess jumping in into you know the vanity here, if you guys haven't noticed from, from the title of the episode here, we do have Jim Chute on. He's uh, the founder, director of the Vanity Cup, uh, which is hosted here in Saskatchewan, up uh, up at Nipwin, and it's one of the pre- most prestigious walleye tournaments in Canada, one of the largest bags to win, and mm-hmm. um, it's been going on for 29 years, and he's been a part of it for all 29 years, so um, it's yeah. just, you know, it's it's a great event, it, it brings a lot of uh, great energy and uh, a lot of great stuff to the community of Nipawin and their local economy, and it just creates a, a lot of buzz for the fishing community here in Saskatchewan too. So, yeah, it uh, it sounds like a really good time, and you'll hear that later on in the in the episode. But I think the thing that I really wanted to bring up that I found interesting is when you're going over the weights um, with biggest fish between the Last Mountain Fall Walleye Classic and the Vanity, but then a comparison of the bag sizes that won the tournaments. Hey, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, going back to the to the Last Mountain tournament there. Uh, Big Fish was just shy of um, 13.4, and Big Fish at the Vanity was 13.4 pounds. So, you know, the Vanity had Big Fish, but you look at the total bags for both days, and, uh, you know, the last mountain just had had a better overall average. But you do have to take into consideration, we do dive into this with Jim, uh, but the red zone um, portion of of the, the, the limits were the sizes of uh allowed to keep and weigh in at the vanity compared to at last mountain yeah so i think that would play a big role in in those because you said lots of those fish are that that four to nine pound range that you can't keep uh or can't not keep but can't bring into weigh at the at the vanity whereas lots i'm sure lots of those kind of fish come in uh maybe if someone can't get to that that big that big big fish right they'll they'll bring in lots of those ones so um yeah, I don't know. I think uh, we may as well hop right into the episode with Jim, hey? Yep. Uh, here's a quick word from Lucky Bastard Distillers, and then we'll uh, sit down with Jim Shoot from the Vanity Cup. There are certain moments in life that really stick with you. This is definitely one of them. The thrill of the deal, my friends, is not a myth. Prohibition is over, Saskatchewan. Ask about LB's legendary Birmingham's Dill Pickle Vodka. After all, it's not a party until someone pulls out the pickle. Tours and tastings available. Call or stop by 814 47th Street East. And tonight, why not mix your Caesar with some lucky bastard? It's the one with the pickle in it. What is going on, Weekend Warriors? Welcome back to another episode. Uh, we got an exciting one here today. We got Jim Chute from the Vanity Cup right here in Saskatchewan. Um, Jim, it's a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to sit down. I know we had some technical difficulties uh, setting this up, but we're happy to have you. Yeah, yeah, we're happy to have you. Maybe take just a quick second and uh, introduce yourself a little bit. Let the listeners know, you know who you are and uh, what you do. Well, my name is Jim Chute, and I'm uh, the founder and director of the Vanity Cup. 
Fantastic. There you go. And for those of you listening, mo- m- most most from around Saskatchewan will know what the Vanity Cup is, and and out of you know out of provincial. Uh, other provinces and out of country. There's lots of people that make the drive. Um, it's a it's a pretty prestigious tournament and it's pretty well known. So um, it's up in Nipawin. It's on the river system there. And uh, what what I guess just to kind of start off, um, you are the founder. What kind of initiated the Vanity Cup's birth? Uh, my mind, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I used to have uh, like the Premier's Cup was. There's lots of tournaments around 200 $250 entries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I said, why don't we do a big one? <laughs> $1,000 at the time. A $1,000 standard. $50,000 first prize. And yep. my, good, my good friend, we've lost him now, is Doug Heidelbaugh is big here uh, in fishing and stuff. Anyway, he said, well, I don't, I don't think that they'll pay a $1,000 standard tournament. And I said, I think they have enough vanity that they will. Oh, there you go. That's the name. Yeah, it came from you know. Yeah, and uh, uh, and it took off from there. Uh, it takes a lot of people to run this thing. Yeah, yeah, seventy volunteers for the weekend. Oh wow, I didn't I didn't know it'd be yeah. that many. Well, we run it good, but we have well you you start the day off, all the boats get searched, so you got to have your boat searchers there. Yeah. And, then, and then we have boat launchers. One guy's in the boat, the other guy backs in, they push him off there, and he, away he goes. Eh? Then we got up up the hill, we got to have parking to make sure these guys all fit in there. 160 boats and trailers, you know. Yeah. yeah. And and that, that goes really, really smooth. Then you've got dock workers uh, catching the boats when they come in, make sure the boats don't touch the sides, you know, that kind of stuff. And we've got the guys down there that go in and check the fish. The fish have got to be live and swimming well. Uh, if they turn them up once and they turn over on their on their back, do it again, they turn over again, that's a disqualified fish that's dead. You know, that's, that's, that's how we run it. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people in the way shack. you got to have the girl laying and the girl taking notes and, and uh, somebody releasing and somebody measuring because we have that protected slot. Right. And, uh, and then the... the Real, the people that uh, do the registrations and keep all the books straight and all like that, and pack all the envelopes for 160 teams, get the board set up. You know, it just takes a lot of people to put this thing on. Then we have boat catchers to get them on their trailers, and they, you know, so yeah, it takes a lot of people to run this tournament. Right. And the bartenders, of course, at the Evergreen. <laughs> They'd be busy. Oh, baby. <laughs> well, that's important. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. I guess, uh, I guess getting back to the very start of it, I know we talked about it. So the 30th year is coming up in 2023. Yeah, that's really exciting. I can't believe it. Yeah. 30 years. I'm getting old. Time, <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, Jim. Well, really, I, I was complaining the other day about somebody uh, turned 75 the other day. And, uh, you know, not a people. A lot of people are granted that privilege. <laughs> yeah, lost a lot of friends. You know, and and but it's a proven scientific. People that have the most birthdays live longer. That's <laughs> that's very true. You know what? That is uh, that's a fact. I think there, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And uh, yeah, so I mean, jumping into uh, let's say let's just jump into this year's tournament. So another successful tournament, the 29th annual. Um, How'd that go? I mean, obviously, uh, Troy Robinson and Terry Magel, I believe is how you pronounce the last name. They, Terry, they t- four was a different partner with Perry oh, Pugh. Okay. Years back. And, okay. And uh, the, the winning bag for both days was 34.76 pounds for a whopping $100,000. Yes, sir. <laughs> Life changing. Wow. On the yeah, 20th absolutely. year. Yeah, on the twentieth year, I said, "Let's put it up to two thousand, make it a hundred thousand first prize." And once again, people say, "Oh, I don't know." I said, "If they would pay a thousand dollars twenty years ago, they'll pay two thousand now," and they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the very first year we did not sell out because nobody knew who I was or whatever. But, but it was really amazing what was really going to happen. We had eighty-four teams registered when we went into the banquet on the on Friday night. Yeah. And 35 registered at the door. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
paid their money in. Yeah. And after that, we sold it out every year. And has it been, so every year after that, you're saying has been a sellout? Except for this past year. And I was, we, made, we made a mistake. We did all of our marketing through Facebook. And guess what? Not everybody's on Facebook. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, but we'll fix that. We'll sell out next year for the 30th. Yeah. We'll send out personal invitations to all the past champs and stuff. We we're only short eight teams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we will fill it up next year. So um, is that 100000 like obviously to a certain extent, is that pretty well guaranteed money? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, this year we were short eight teams, so we cut all the other prize money back a little bit. Oh, okay. But the hundred thousand is a big deal, so we left that in place. Right. Yep. And the rest prize money, which pays down, like the second place is like thirty-two grand or something, and it goes down from there. Yeah. So we cut them back a little bit. Yeah. But uh, just to make up for the eight teams. Yeah. We used to give away boats, and then you couldn't do that because you can't give away a half a boat, you know. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said they've all got boats. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they've yeah. all got a hundred thousand dollar plus boats. <laughs> Yeah. With the trucks and the boats in the parking lot, we figured about $20 million. That checks out. <laughs> I would be surprised. Well, it does well. Yeah. 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 You got yeah, 160 exactly. boat truck combos there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's that, amazing. Yeah, exactly. So I guess with, with this year's tournament, um, I don't know if I just because we'd follow it on Facebook and stuff like that. People would be posting. We have lots of friends on Facebook who were in the tournament. Was the, the first day kind of slower as far as the fishing went? No. We had 100 and they're allowed five fish each day, eh? Right. Yep. And we had 152 boats, 750 fish weighed in the first day. Everybody oh. had five except for two. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was wow. slow. The yeah, big no. ones were slow. Oh, okay. Yeah, the big ones, yeah, the important I th- ones. I, I think that's the, mis- that's the misconception, right? If, if no one's uh, yeah. making any... Any uh, stink about you know big fish of the day? You know you only see one or two you know kind of big fish updates. Everyone's saying oh it's slow, but you know everyone's catching all those those smaller slot fish. And um, I guess while we're while we're talk while we're talking, Jim, about the actual fish, you mentioned earlier about your your reserved uh, uh, limits or size slots. Um, do you want to talk protected. a little bit about protected limits? Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about the red zone? No fish between 55 and 70 centimeters, which is about four to eight, nine pounds. Okay. And what we're doing is protecting the baby makers. Yeah. You know, no point in killing them. And one of the reasons, like we've had years where we weighed 400 big fish. Oh, wow. This year we weighed like 23. I know the reason for people, well, there's no big fish left. Yes, there is. But we've had such a hatch in this river. If you if you look on your scopes, there's just balls and balls and balls for a hundred yards of bait fish, and these big old girls are swimming around with their mouth open. Why would they bite your bait? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's just so much to choose from down there. It makes it tough. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, anyway, there it's the big ones are off, but it doesn't matter. The guys that won it last year, uh, uh, Stan Riki and his partner, they won it with all unders. Yeah. Oh, really? You no, know, they didn't get any big fish. Oh. But they, they got some real nice unders, like two and a half, three pounds a piece. Hmm. Yeah, that's so impressive. So, yeah. so is that me, I guess for context, I, I haven't fished Tobin um, or the river the river system there, and I don't think Brandon, have you, Brandon? Nope, not yet. No. So we're, is we're that, going to, though. Yeah, we're going to. We're planning it. But is that uh, is that red zone, is that tournament like i know tobin has a slot but is that the tournament slot or is that tobin slot this for, for the regular fishing is 55 to 86 okay in other words you keep no big ones okay the only reason i sit on i sit on the advisory board and the only reason that we left the 86 in there is if you happen to catch a provincial record you could bring it in late you know oh okay but like 86 is like 16 17 pounds eh? a tim jenny fish yeah right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim got a a, a fifteen something here one year. Right. 
Yeah. Oh, I rem- well, we sat we sat down with him about a year ago and chatted about that, and uh, that that definitely came up. And I think yeah. it was like 15, 15 and a half pounds or something. He was. Yeah. Yeah, and the was, biggest one we had was sixteen zero six in the tournament. Wow! In the tournament, yeah. yeah. And when did that come? Geez, that must have been seven eight years ago, I suppose. Oh wow! Yeah, but uh, but we've had several fifteens, and you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at you look at this year, and you know, people are saying you know, not a lot of big fish were caught. Which I mean, you said there's twenty three, so. You know, yeah. compared to, compared to four hundred in uh, that previous year, that that doesn't seem like a lot. But you know, big fish for the tournament was still just shy of thirteen and a half pounds. Well, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's no slouch there, Jim. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. And I mean, one of my buddies is a guide here. He was oh, no big fish. Well, he went out and caught big fish every day this summer. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we're looking out a fish for him, but. It's, it's, there's, they're still here. Maybe they're not in the river system as much. So what? Like I say, somebody will catch fish and somebody will win the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah there's still going to be fish to catch. But I guess when, when talking about the, the number of bigs that came in, um, I think Brandon said, or have it written down here, the, the bag that won it was 34.76 pounds. Um, how does that compare to previous years as far as bag size? Uh, last year was even lower than that. We've had like sixty-six pounds. Oh wow! Two days, yeah. Mind blowing. That's absolutely <laughs> mind blowing. All it takes is a couple of twelves and three two-pounders each day. You know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that's pretty well twice. Yeah, that's twice what this year's would have been pretty well. So that's that'd be pretty impressive. That'd be a good day. Two days, I guess. Oh yeah, great day. Yeah. Hundred thousand dollar day. Yeah, you just get <laughs> there a couple lead weights in there, eh? Well, you gonna bring that? Up. <laughs> <laughs> we we can dive into that if you want, Jim. I know we it was probably gonna be on the topic list for later on, but we can dive into that right now if you'd like to. Well, we can if you want. I mean, I mean that thing at Lake Erie—that was just you know eight pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I have a story about that. Uh, a few years ago, when when we had a, a fish come in dead, we used to save them fish. And, and and at that time they got a one pound penalty, yeah, for a dead. Mm-hmm. Now they get nothing, but but it used to be a one pound penalty. So we all them big fish we used to give them to the high school for biology. They ripped the pride. Look, don't you know that one of them had a pound of wood lead in it? Eh? Really? Yeah, but we didn't know who it was. Oh, I and, see. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, now. We would know who it is. I mean, if a fish comes in dead, we cut it right there. Oh, just to check it. Okay, just check it out. Yeah, it's dead anyway, you know. Right. Yeah. So I guess. And then you. Go ahead, Logan. Oh, I was just going to say, unless. Were you going to still be on this topic? Because I was going to go to the way, way station. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, um, you and I were chatting a little bit before we started recording. And, and now you do, you know, the, the polygraph um, testing with the winners. Yeah. And. Um, you know, you, you did that before this big, uh, situation at Lake Erie, correct? Yeah. I think we've been doing the polygraph for five years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had no clue about um, that. With, you know, with that and with that in place, right. That's, that's a little bit of reassurance for sure. But, um, you know, I've watched a lot of videos and, and read a lot of articles about the situation over at Lake Erie and, you know, they've, they've been doing polygraphs too, but, uh, you know, one, one they pass and you know and it's it just it seems like such a crazy situation everything that happened there well no kidding one of the things that our my polygraph people do is they used to just ask the question you know well, did you cheat in the tournament eh yeah no but now did you or your partner cheat in the tournament <laughs> you know gotcha yeah yeah so we, yeah and uh the other thing that they do now is, so the two guys that are in the top there, they come in, oh, okay, which one is taking the polygraph? Well, this guy, okay, we'll take the other guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They'll decide who takes the polygraph, eh? Yeah. And it, it, but I believe that there used to be some cheating going to the tournament, not big cheating, but bringing leeches into the province. We knew that there was guys bringing leeches into the province, and that's against the law. Mm-hmm. But I think it straightened that out. Right. 
uh, uh, well, anything, any kind of cheat. And I caught cheaters in the very first year. Uh, we had boundaries, you know. And the boundary used to be a cable that ran right in front of the dam, eh? Well, okay. these guys, said when it was awards night, these guys were up in the money. And somebody told me, them guys were fishing inside the cable. Well, my security didn't see it. Now, does this guy want to move up in the standings? Or were they really fishing inside the cable, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, I think it's an old RCMP trick where you downplay the crime. So I, I called these guys out and said, listen, you guys, we have a protest here. Somebody said you were fishing inside the cable. And just so you know, I don't believe them. I think what happened is you maybe got caught in that backwash and drifted in there a little bit. They said, well, a couple of times we had to, you're out of the tournament, not an inch. <laughs> <laughs> now, now they admitted it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Good. No, that's good. Have you, uh, other, than, other than a couple small, you haven't had any large, you know, cheating scenarios over the you know last 29 years you've been doing it for for a long time and uh, yeah. you know your tur your tournament has a lot of money to be won so um well, if anything i feel like that's the place where you might find uh find cheating going on in, in saskatchewan they'll kill you for 50 dollars you think they'll cheat the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no that's fair yeah no i think uh I think one thing with with the cheating is I was gonna I I guess you'd know the Kirkpatrick's quite well right with I know Bob really really well yeah and we had uh, I used to work with Dallas in my part time job and um, we also had Dallas on the podcast so we were kind of talking to him about those things because like I said to you on the phone I was kind of curious about like I couldn't even think of ways that that someone could cheat in a tournament and other than the weight thing but I thought that was way too obvious but. Um, he had talked about like a fin clipping or some people uh, like stories of people having a false live wall and stuff like that. And I was just like, it's crazy yeah, the things people had, come up with. We had one of those. Yeah. And that was an American team. And the good news was we threw him out of the tournament, of course. And because he got busted smuggling fish into the tournament, he got thrown off of every tournament in the United States, that guy. Oh, really? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 It was. Well, guys will try, I guess. Yeah, and I guess that's another thing. Like, what can I know? Obviously, the the Lake Erie one made it into the mainstream media, so you have a lot of people that don't know as much about fishing, commenting on things. But like, I saw lots of people like, "Oh, why isn't there like a metal detector? Why isn't there this? Why isn't there that? Like, is there really as much you can do about that?" Well, I think the polygraph really helped everything, but yeah. uh, not much. I mean, guys might try. Another way is ways is they'll cheat. We. We never really caught them, but you get three teams from you from the same town fishing together. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, they go off to a corner and load up one boat. Eh? Oh, okay, and split it up. You know, the money. Not cheap, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we had these. We had these three teams all staying in the same cabin, along with another guy that was just here fishing. And uh, that that other guy, we he just go out ahead of the pack because he's just fishing. And at the end of the day, the other two teams. Had none, and one guy was loaded right up. Oh yeah, it didn't look good. No, 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 no. That's fair, but I guess um, drifting away from from the Lake Erie and the and the cheating yeah. topic, uh, you guys have uh, the Saskatchewan Sport Fish Research Group there, uh, giving a helping hand. Eh? Do you want to touch a little bit on on that? Well, I'd love to touch on that. They do a lot of good. They take a lot of fish and track them and see what's going on and they come back the next year and they, oh, this one was caught here and there this year their budget got cut okay and uh, so they let us know that they couldn't come so to show people that we care and we do we paid for them to come oh really well that, that's fantastic yeah and it was a good pr move and it was a good move yeah just in no 100 they were so appreciative of it too you know he was really sad he couldn't come so they were there both days they tagged over 100 fish and uh good uh so we paid for that and that was a good move on our part yeah i know that gotta take you know that in the first two premier's cups that we had here we didn't know better there's no end to the fish so we killed all the fish and had a big fish fry for the town oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah things well, have changed when a lot then oh, oh we might run out of fish on twelve hundred a day or whatever you know mm -hmm. holy man yeah that's a that that's a that's a little bit of meat there 
Well, no kidding. Yeah, and, and just killed them all. It was terrible. Yeah. But we smartened up. It, it's great. It's crazy how times change, eh? Well, we get smarter. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that they had that that budget cut, and that's too bad because that's literally. I mean, as far as as fishing goes, that's like I, I I think really any research project in the province that seems to be the most well known one I that I know of. Like, it's it's okay. crazy. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, they we were able to pull that off, and they didn't charge as much, just enough for the hotel rooms and yeah. gas money. But they were just so pleased to be there, and we were so pleased to have them. We got to take care of the fishery. Yeah, no, exactly, uh, and that's yeah. that's a big thing with Tobin, right? That's the a big hot topic right now as well right as tobin and then the health of its fishery so well i think this fishery is in really good shape they just got and by the way when i'm talking about that protected slot there was 85 fish caught in that protected slot okay so that's yeah a lot. Uh, yeah yeah a lot and you know you look at the big fish above that you got 23 above that red zone area so you know to have a fish above that red zone all because you have that in place. So I know I think that's fantastic that you guys have that, um, yeah, you know, exactly. that structured the way you do. Eighty-four is a real good number. We thought. Yeah, I think. Uh, Eighty-four, rather. Yeah. So I guess when you were talking about how, like, the first two premiers, how you guys had killed all the fish and how to how to a fish fry for the town, I I, I think that kind of transfers well to what have you noticed as far as how things have changed since the first year of the vanity to to now. Well, really. Well, one thing is these fishermen take great pride in taking care of those fish in the boat. Mm-hmm. Really yep. do. And we only lost I, I only lost 31 fish out of 1,200 and some this year. Oh, wow. And the first yeah. day we lost 16, and uh, 13 of them were sauger. You know, you got your sauger and your saw guy and your walleye. Right. Saugers yep. just don't have it. You put them in the live well, they'll die on you every time. Yeah. Yeah, so 13 of the 16 were sloggers. Oh, okay, yeah, so that's... So, I mean, that's just just over, depending on, you know, the exact number of fish caught, but just over a 2% uh, fatality rate, so... Oh, no, we're, we're good with that. Yeah. And yeah. Fisheries is happy with under 10. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I, I didn't 10%? know, you know, that kind of benchmark. Yeah, no, yeah, 10%, so, you know, you, you get... 1,200 fish, oh, that's, 100, that's 120 fish. Right. Yeah. But, uh, no, we don't have that problem. One of the reasons is it's late in the fall and the water temperature is good. You know, if you get your water temperature at 72 or 75 degrees, the live well ain't helping them that much. No. And they're having, But during the vanity, the water temperature is down to 50, 52. And them fish are just scrappy when they come in. They're feeling good, you know. Yeah, and that's, that really helps. That's good to see. And that is that why, like, I've never been. I fished one tournament. Um, I think me and Brian, we both only fished one, right? The Buffalo Pound tournament. So, I don't know yeah. if I saw it, but I noticed in the Facebook live videos or just videos in general, you have the the tub that the fish are going in, but then you also have that. Uh, it almost looks like a cutting board with the rope on it to kind of keep them uh, down in, oh, down that, in the tub. From flopping, right? Okay, yeah. we, we put it in there and they're jumping around hard to weigh. Mm-hmm. Put that on top of them, it settles them down, then they get a good weight on them. Yeah, for sure. And so, I guess, yeah, that kind of takes us into the setup of the weigh station that you have there. I think that's pretty unique. Usually, it's some sort of weigh trailer, right? That fish get round up to. But what do you guys have there? No, we got this beautiful shack, it's between us and the, and the Premier's Cup, but it's great. We, we bring the fish in, we slide them along. One needs measuring. Our guy measures it. We got a camera there. And thinks there's any arguments of whether it wasn't long enough or whatever. Yeah. Flies over to the scale. Back in the water. From the time they leave the boat, they're back in the water in two minutes. Wow. And that's that's good. We pride ourselves in it. Yeah. Well, like you said, we don't kill fish. Yeah. Everyone everyone tries so like the the care that they take is whether it's like when they have it in the live well and trying to keep them alive in there, and then that's the important part. You could. Cost you hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. And you if know? if they're going to take that much care of it, it's good that when it's out of their hands, when it's the the weighing and and measuring process, that that's not going to cost them the fish, right? So the other thing I want to get into is what does Vanity do with all the money we make? Oh, there you go. Yeah, we have built, we have built a, a four diamond ballpark, complete 
absolutely beautiful place. Red Shell Enfields, all the stuff. And uh, and uh, the spray park at the regional park, we donated a whole bunch of money to that. Minor hockey needed half boards for the rinks, you know, for the little guys to play on. Yep. Not cheap. No. And uh, paid for all that. And then we also, we don't pay our volunteers except for, you got whatever. You got a, a ball club that need to make some money. So they'll take the job of searching the boats. Yeah. We give them some money. Yeah. So, so the money's spread around all over. The best thing that ever happened to me was when minor hockey took this over because I don't have any volunteer problems. Yeah. There's a lot of kids. No, 100%. Yeah. There's so. There's a lot of parents that care. So many parents in the in the hockey system there. So. Yeah. So, and, and, and responsible people. You know, okay, Bill, you're going to take care of the boat search? Yeah, I'll have the people there. You can count on me. My job's done. Yeah. It, it used to be pretty tough when, when we didn't have. Uh, oh, yeah. Since minor hockey stepped in, it's a dream for me. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic to hear, Jim. Yeah. yeah. So is, uh, I guess, this this is pretty well, uh, with how big of a term it is, is this pretty well a whole year-round thing for you, like a full-time thing? Yeah. Well, yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm already starting to think about big ideas for the 35th. Okay. You know, uh, it's, it's hard to make it bigger and better. You know that we never had one complaint from one fisherman this year? That, that's pretty perfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's that's something that's something to brag about for sure. Yeah. And it's that everybody did their jobs. But I'm starting to think of ideas already for the third the and it's starting already. We had a, a single guy from our, you know, just a guy from not a company, Alberta. Said 35th year, he's been here every year. 30th year coming up, Jim, yeah. Well, my wife and I would like to give you $5,000 prize money for the top mix team. Oh, yeah. How about wow. that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I, do, I don't think we're going to have any trouble sponsors and stuff this year. There's other sponsors hopping online here and. And it's all good. You know, we, we are a non-profit, and you have to be careful not to make too much money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's in the name. Well, got- <laughs> it's a fine line, yeah. It is. But uh, I guess... Um, I just have so much fun. It's a labor of love, and the good Lord willing, I'll make her another year to get my 30 in anyway. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you'll, you'll make her. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, with... Um, with obviously we talked about kind of how things have um, changed over the years. Obviously, you know, with uh, the technology now, there's live scope and 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 all that great stuff. Is that is that a concern at all for you, or or what are your thoughts on on live scope in tournaments? How are you going to stop it? You know, like really? No, I think it's a fact of life. Yeah. Okay. Are they allowed to use fish finders? <clears throat> yes. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. and then they weren't allowed to have cell phones. Yeah, you can't. You can't stop it. There's no point in fighting things that you can't stop. And live scopes, go ahead. Yeah, perfect. Bite. Yeah, perfect. No, I wasn't too sure what your take would be on that, so I, I appreciate you kind of noticed. voicing your opinion there. Because I'm saying, geez, I'll bet you 30% of the boats had live scopes this year. Yeah, it'll be 60 yeah. next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah, but you still got to catch. You can see them down there, but you still got to catch them. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's very true. I have limited experience with it, but a couple times it was like you were were saying those fish are down there. There's huge bait balls. They've got so much to eat, and you can mark those fish and watch them. But they're not going to necessarily take years when they got all that other bait too. And it's different watching the different fishermen. Some fishermen flock shoot. You know, they go through that drift and float through there, and hopefully they catch them. There's other ones that will fish a fish. Mm-hmm. You know drifting along oh there's one stop the boat stay right on top of that fish yeah try different things um them and the guys that are doing better you know? yeah the sharp they're <laughs> sharp shooting those walleye yeah exactly yeah and it, the thing is in this tournament 150 teams i'll tell you 20 that'll probably make the stage yeah they're just better <laughs> they <laughs> know what they're doing i mean anybody can get lucky yeah and, and, you know, there's a lot of skill there. I'm not saying that. But there's some that are always on the stage. Yeah. You know, that's something that, you know. Yeah. Well, Tim, you know, he's won the thing twice. And, and uh, he's, he wasn't in there this year, but he's usually in there. 
Yeah. You can only get lucky so often. Eventually, that, that luck is... Or it's not luck well, anymore, it's skill. It's just lucky, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's 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 the thing. I was talking to a guy about it last night. And um, when, like, for just... Like, I, I put in a lot of hours. I love the fish kind of thing. But then you family members that don't know as much or, or friends that don't yeah. know as much, like, oh, you must be a professional or something. I'm like, you don't even know. Like, I was like, I go into one of these tournaments and I would be surprised if it was dead last like it's it's something like that like these guys are there's so many so much skill when it comes to lots of these tournaments that i don't think people realize like how far and ahead lots of those anglers are compared to others well uh i have to mention delvin krishner he's won it once maybe twice he was third place this year with his wife he's good yeah (laughs) no there's no uh denying it they're just good yeah but you still got to have some luck yeah You you catch one that's 69 centimeters or one to 71 the 69 you got to throw back oh but it's 71 you don't have to throw that back a little bit of luck involved there yeah you know yeah exactly yeah to be good you got to be no that's 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 true yeah yes exactly i like i like that saying i've heard that one before and it's 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 so true no kidding yeah if you are in need of a boat, whether it be a pontoon, fishing boat, maybe you just need a small boat to get into the backwoods, um, a river system, check out our friends JP Adventure Rentals and SAS Best Boat Rentals. They have everything you need for all of your adventures, whether it be fishing or fun with the family. Be sure to mention that you're a Weekend Warriors listener for 10% off everything, including gift cards. Here's a quick word from JP Adventure Rentals. Get your adventure on with JP Adventure Rentals in Saskatchewan. Whether it's remote ice fishing, hunting, trail riding, or just taking family and friends out for a day of fun. JP Adventure Rentals has you covered with brand new ATVs, snowmobiles, aluminum trailers, plus accessories. Visit jpadventurerentals.ca to make your reservation. Check out our sister company, Saskatchewan's Best Boat Rentals, for all of your boat rental needs. Pre-book now. Get out there with JP Adventure Rentals. We rent fun. So I guess when we're so, ta- sorry, I was sorry, but I was going to talk about the big bucks. Where you, I was going to the money. Um, how how is this prize pool made up? Like obviously the entry fee is a big part of it, but is there lots of sponsorships and stuff like that? Yeah, Lund is obviously a big sponsor of ours, and and mm-hmm. we used to do boats. They they just cut us a nice big check now. And uh, Minnesota Hummingbird have been there to start. Uh, guys like that, but lo- locals too. It's guys that are just yeah, yep. it's five hundred dollars. You know, <laughs> uh, we get we get a lot of support that way, mm-hmm. and uh, and it'll be better next year. Like we've already, I've already got guys on the phone. Yeah, I want to be a sponsor of that thirtieth. Well, good. <laughs> we'll get enough that we can yeah. prize money. You know, who knows? There you go. Yeah, a little a little more money for for you know the second, third, and maybe fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Yeah, or tenth or whatever. <laughs> maybe last place that we'd be in. <laughs> last place. Last place. <laughs> hey, we have one of those. We have a thousand dollar prize for the team that weighed the least, but must have weighed two days. Okay. The most honest. Well, whatever. Yeah, they they, they have to weigh, <laughs> they have to have weighed fish both days, and then the ones with the least weight yeah. win a thousand bucks. And there was one team there that got four pounds, <laughs> but weighed weighed both days. So they, yeah, there you go. Bucks, why not? Yeah, cut. Yeah, cut that in half. In half. Half your entry back. Well, really, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's more exciting every year, and then of course this yeah. year will be a big deal. Like I don't know if you know it or not, but I always sing the walleye song at the banquet. It's one of the things I do. Oh, and, uh, how, how does that go? Trolling, trolling, trolling walleye. You know, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> my feeling. It. It's good fun. <laughs> We'll have to witness that in person sometime. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to get a we're gonna have to get a, a good recording of that. Well, uh, maybe maybe you'll send us a video after this, eh? Listen, go to go to uh, uh, the Legend of Walter the Walleye on YouTube. Okay, and we have a video. Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, you used to you were a country singer uh, in, in, back in the day. Eh? Yeah, I, yeah, I made me living at it. Hey, played the Grand Old Opry six times, you know. There you yeah. go. Oh, we could have a whole different podcast about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can. Have- In fact, I just recorded a new song, 
Uh, and it's not quite ready for radio yet. I got to put some stuff in the backtrack. But it's a good, strong song. And, uh, and it's on YouTube. Take a look at that. A River of Tears by Jim Chute. There you go. River of Tears. Yeah, right or down. You look it up. You'll enjoy it. And we're going to promote that as, hey, listen to this 75-year-old guy sing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think Brandon's looking it up right now. Yeah, but I'll do the intro be... to the podcast. Well, <laughs> that's my commute. That's that's my commute song to uh, work tomorrow morning. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's just done with yeah. acoustic, but it'll be done with the whole band when we release it to radio. Uh, whatever happens, happens. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. Whatever happens, happens. Things are. But I. So basically, what you're saying, Jim, is there's going to be a live performance of that song at the 30th anniversary next year. You can count on that. <laughs> oh, boy. And it'll be like, I'll have something to go with it, maybe a choir or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm making the drive. Well, do it. Yeah. Even if you're not, the production. come up and hang out. It's quite a trip. Yeah, we might have to, uh, might even just have to come and hang out because I know we'd get whooped in the tournament, but uh, it'd be cool to see everything that goes on and get an idea for it. Yes, but yeah, it's really quite impressive. There's, there's a few things, you know, people say, well, you always sell out, why don't you make it bigger? First of all, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the other thing is, I don't know where to park them. I wouldn't have no more. We can just fit them in right now 660 boats and trailers. But, yeah. Make it special to get into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That kind of creates the demand. It does. Yeah. And and we'll get that back. Last year, last year was a bit of a glitch, and I take responsibility for that. You know, like counting on Facebook, and it didn't quite come through. Yeah. Yeah, that that it's can happen. Thing there on Facebook. That's pretty good following. Yeah. Yeah. No, that no, is, it is that for great. sure. I was checking out checking out the page. Like like we mentioned, we follow the page and. You know, we we always look forward to the uh, to the posts and the and the live videos of the weigh-ins and everything like that. So that was fantastic. Um, yeah, it, it, can you touch on you? What do you got planned for the thirtieth? Do you want to touch on anything like that, or do you want to keep it a big secret? <laughs> I haven't got it all planned yet. I I, I have a plan <laughs> for the walleye song. Oh no, that's okay. You'll be okay there. Yeah, yeah. So you said you're saying you have you got oh. You want to do a choir for the walleye song? Yeah, it'll be something special. Yeah, it'll be good. It's a tradition singing that song, and they, they look forward to it. These guys. I mean, yeah. I just, no, for sure. Stood there and sang it this year. It's up there somewhere. It's one of them, I guess. But, but uh, they just love it. They clap along, sing along. And <laughs> there you go. Well, I guess uh, with with that, is that uh, is that more of like the closing festivities on the, no, on the last day? No, that's the first thing. Oh, like, that's okay. opening. The rules meeting and banquet, and they're all there. Like on the Friday night, we have the rules meeting and banquet. We serve them okay. all good. And, uh, and, you know, go through the rules, and the mayor's there giving a welcome to the town. And then then I sing the walleye song. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and the, but the awards are something worth seeing, too, you know. We, we do it up good. It's, you know, we play music as they walk up and get their prize. And then... Uh, and then when it's uh, time to announce the winners, they come from the back of the hall with a bagpiper, pipe them up through mm-hmm. the crowd, taking hands. It's got to do it up good. Wow, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. I guess uh, so. I, I guess with with that, um, I guess kind of back to what it had gone on out out east. Is there going to be? Do you, have you heard of of many changes that'll happen um, in the tournaments here? Or is it kind of staying status quo? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what else I can do. I mean, I yeah. got the polygraphs there. We judge all the fish in the well. I, I don't know if there's anything else you can do. Yeah. You no, see, that's I do, true, but I, I do tell you about the rules meeting, though, is if you get caught cheating, you don't just get thrown out of the tournament. We take you to the vet and have you put down. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That'll scare, that'll scare them straight. Well, I guess really. you... A couple of sick, couple of sick puppies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I guess with you running all this, how like do you get to go fishing much anymore? Oh, I still get to go fishing, but I don't fish the tournament, you know. <laughs> it wouldn't look yeah. good if I No, for sure. That No, that's understandable. I just didn't know if you, if it if this just consumes so much time that you don't actually get to go oh, out in the boat as much anymore or if you still get to. And since I got involved with minor hockey, it doesn't consume as much time as you'd think. Everybody's yeah. doing their jobs and it, it just takes the pressure off me, you know. 
But yeah. was, I mean, what's the old thing about shit always runs uphill? It does. <laughs> <laughs> something goes, something goes wrong. I'm the guy. Yeah. But, and uh, yeah. but nothing went wrong. But there's things that come at you. Like we had a, a PTSD guy here with a, a service dog this year, mm-hmm. and uh, he went into one of our restaurants in town and got thrown out because he had a dog. Well, you see, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that you have to deal with, and 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 they dealt with it well. They, yeah. They just didn't know. They didn't know. Right. No, for dog. sure. And very apologetic. They're going to make a big donation to Vanity next year. Oh, so there you go. No it's mm. a no win that blows no good. That was a no win. But yeah, it's just yeah. Just an honest, honest, honest mistake. Yeah, people just got to know. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I guess for, I, we're already, holy, we're already 42 minutes in. Um, for, yeah, f- I guess, how does it work as far as, say, say me and Brandon wanted to fish it next year? Like, is it like a, a grandfathered in thing? Like, you got those people that fished yeah. it the year before have the chance to go first? In this year, we'll have till the 15th of August to hold their spot. Okay. And then we'll see how many spots open up after that. Okay. And then we start putting in new entries. Right. I mean, you can put your entry in whatever you like, but we, we won't look at them until the 15th of August. Okay. And, uh, and okay. as far as people coming up there, um, obviously, well, hopefully you've fished it a couple of times before, before entering into this big tournament, but um, kind of where like places to stay, like things things to kind of do like kind of to get yourself set up for the tournament like i'm sure there's obviously there's 160 boats that there's going to be a lot of like hotels are probably full i'm sure and stuff like that oh yeah and as a sort of thing that happened <clears throat> our local legion put on a comedy night on the saturday night of vanity so they bring these top-notch comedians in mm-hmm. and uh couldn't find them a hotel room in town because <laughs> all the hotel rooms are full <laughs> yeah yeah and, and did find one in one of the downtown hotels. The guy was hilarious, but it was, it was, yeah, it fills the town up. We figure it brings two million dollars to town. Yeah, oh, it's you know. I was just gonna oh, say it's huge. great for the local economy. Yeah, well, you know what it's like when you're out of town. You're dipping into your pocket every minute. You know, like restaurants and hotels or whatever. It costs money, and they can spend all yeah. they want. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. And the friends I've made over the years, like you know. Tim, Jenny, and Bob Kirkpatrick, and those boys—they're all just great. Yeah, no, they're they're solid guys. Yeah, yeah. good, genuine people. I mean, that's uh, that's you can't really ask for for more than uh, creating a few relationships along the way. And that's honestly, that's kind of why we started this podcast. Uh, yeah. We're by no means professional anglers, or or you know, think of ourselves or try to promote ourselves like that. You know, we're just weekend warriors that you know like to talk fishing, and and we wanted the opportunity to take. Uh, uh, to talk to folks like yourself that you know are, run these big events or talk to professional anglers that can bring some some insight and maybe help the average Joe get a little bit better. Well, no kidding. And, and you know, these guys are good. If you just listen, they'll tell you. They won't tell you everything. I mm-hmm. found that if you talk to this guy, he'll tell you one thing. So then you just go to a different guy. <laughs> he'll tell you one thing. <laughs> Pretty soon you know how to and then you piece it all together. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, no, exactly. They all lie. <laughs> <laughs> the fishing stories. Well, <laughs> yeah, fish stories. It's amazing. During the pre-fish, like people come up a week ahead of time to pre-fish, eh? Just to find out where mm-hmm. they are, fighting and all like that. And nobody ever catches the thing pre-fishing. <laughs> <laughs> funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, they're lying. Yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty funny, actually. It's fun to watch. But, uh, yeah, it's, no, it's and- fantastic. In the first years, yeah, we had guys, Americans come up, pros, and they would send pre-fishers ahead, not themselves. But they'd have guys oh. come up and pre-fish and, and put them on GPS where the spots were. Is that allowed? <laughs> that seems like borderline. No, that's allowed. Why not? Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, if you, if you got the money to send guy up there, then I guess <laughs> why not, right? Well, no kidding, eh? Yeah. 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 I've, I've had some interesting things. I... We had one where the president of Lund, a major sponsor, brought a fish in that didn't quite make it to the line, eh? Mm-hmm. Too short. Sorry, you're out of the tournament. You can't bring in a short fish, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then the conservation officer's there. They're going to charge him. And I said, no, no. You know, 
Anyway, I said, the fish is laying there. Let's get the fish back in the water. So they put it back in the live well. Everybody's left the waste field out while they're standing there arguing. And uh, so 15 minutes later, they're done arguing. They put the fish back on the scale and it made it on the board and they're making it. Mm. Well, I'm okay now. No. I said, if you think for one minute that I'm going to go back there and tell everyone what really did make it after all, you know. And you, by the way, you're my mate. No, you're out. So I threw out my yeah. major corporate sponsor. <laughs> do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. Well, eh? No one's about the rules. It's the best thing that could have happened to me. I mean, hey. If you'll throw him out, he'll throw out anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's it's fair game for everybody. So I mean, you got to respect that, and you got to respect you know all the work and effort that you've put in over the last twenty nine years. So yeah. you've created quite quite the quite the tournament and, and the buzz in the in the Saskatchewan fishing community. And we appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us, Jim. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on while we got you here? No, just keep an eye on the website. And, uh, and uh, there will be announcements coming out all along. You know, we've got yeah. that, that $5,000 mixed team now. That's an announcement. I'll just slip that okay. in there from time to time. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yep. and we're having our final wrap-up meeting here in the next week or two. Let's see how we made out. I think we made out good. I think we met budget everywhere and made some money for minor hockey and all like that. So it's it's all good. Nice. I appreciate you guys uh, doing this. It's uh, all good. Yeah. Well, we uh we thank you a lot for for getting it figured out. Um, we'll probably yeah. talk about it in the intro, but uh, so people know at this point. But yeah, thank you very much. I was swearing at my phone. <laughs> Technology, you, you love it, but you hate it. So thanks again, Jim, for coming on. We uh, we truly appreciate it, and and uh, I'm sure we'll talk a lot here in the future. So um, have a great night and uh, chat soon. Well, thank you very much, Jim, for coming on. Um, I know we didn't talk about it in the intro, but he went through quite the process to make this interview work. Um, as he may, he maybe mentioned in the in the podcast there that he is a little bit technologically challenged, which I think he did quite well because I tried to help him for about forty five minutes on the phone to get the app to work to get logged into his Apple ID, and uh, by the time the forty minutes was up, we weren't really too much farther with my help. But then about, I don't know, what was it, 20 minutes later, you were in the studio and all of a sudden Jim showed up? Like it was... Uh... Yeah, t- 20 minutes later, I- I'm sitting in the studio and you and I were on a phone call trying to figure out what other kind of, you know, how can we make this work? What other programs can we use? How can... Jim doesn't have a computer. What can we do to record with just his phone? We were going to drive to and <laughs> we We literally talked about hopping, hopping in to the vehicle, loading up the computers and driving to Nippon this weekend to get this interview done with Jim. So uh, he was excited to do it. We wanted to make sure that it happened. Um, but nonetheless, he just kept pressing some buttons and somehow made his way into the studio. So thanks, Jim. Uh, we truly appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Definitely go check out rapella.ca, uh, 13 Fishing, all those great brands. Make sure you use the code Weekend Warriors. Save yourself 15% off. Get prepared for ice fishing it is right around the corner yeah and one last thing if you haven't yet be sure to sign up for that new website that's coming uh tomorrow the day after this drops um we're pretty excited for for everything that is going to be on there we've been working on this for a while so uh we hope you guys enjoyed the interview and the episode and we look forward to uh, seeing you in the next one thanks for tuning in to the weekend warriors fishing podcast if you enjoyed the show Be sure to leave a review on your favorite listening platform so we can reach more anglers just like you. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for media updates and behind-the-scenes content.